Boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. We got the NFL, the Steelers trying to get back into the game before the half with a touchdown. It's 21-7. But uh, the NFL over the weekend, and you got to start with the Cowboys, an absolute embarrassment yesterday. An embarrassment. I mean, there's no other way to say it. And has it been, what, four years in a row now that I've said you're never winning with Dak Prescott, a quarterback? I mean, you can say whatever you want about Mike McCarthy. All right? You want to replace the coach? Go ahead, replace the coach. If you don't replace the quarterback, it doesn't matter. And I don't care what the guy does in the regular season. Regular season means nothing to me as long as you qualify for the playoffs. All right? All you got to do is get in the playoffs. And now there are 14 teams that make the playoffs. So, you know, it's not the hardest thing in the world. But you can't win a Super Bowl if you don't get into the playoffs. But when you play like Dak Prescott does in January, you got no chance. All right? You have absolutely no chance. Zero chance. So, you know, if you're a Cowboys fan, same story, different year. I'm not a Detroit Lions fan, but I love what I saw yesterday. Boy, that's great. And Kings fans know what this is like because you just went through a long stretch. But think about your long stretch, 2006 to 2023. Now think about 1992, okay, to, 2000, or to 2023 or 2024 now. Think about that. 32 years. The Detroit Lions went without a playoff win. Think about that for a minute. 32 years. 32 years. That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, Kings. Here's the deal. The Kings should have lost the game, okay, when you miss three or four free throws in crunch time. However, I thought the Bucks lost the game in regulation with their bad coaching. And the Kings lost the game in overtime with their bad free throw shooting. All right, the Bucs were stupid. Their clock management at the end of regulation was awful. Awful. But the Kings, you get two missed free throws from Malik Monk. And then one of two from De'Aaron Fox. It opened the door for Dame. And the rest is history. All right, here's the deal. This is only a 30-minute show today because I got to get out of here and um, I'm going to be in the car at 3.35 today. So here's the routine today. You want to get in on the show? Now's the time. All right, raise your hand. I'll put you right on and we can talk about whatever you want. All right, football, two games because of the postponement yesterday. Buffalo is leading 21 to 7 with just seconds to go in the first half. And then, of course, tonight you got Philadelphia and Tampa. All right, let's check in with Al. I, I know Al's not very happy today. Hi, Al. <laughs> Had a rough, rough sports day yesterday, Nick. Uh, first, first the Kings just lose the heartbreaker like you, you alluded to with your comments. And then the, my Rams got beat, but I'm just calling in to say, you know, take my – eat my crow and say congratulations to the Lions. You know, they – when you think about it, I was reading something going back even further in 65 years, you know, back to even past, past the last playoff win. They've had like, I think, two playoff wins in that one year in 65 years. So that's 65 years, Nate. Nate, you weren't even born. It's not easy. Not easy being a Detroit Lions fan. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I could, <laughs> I could stick it out. For that long, but they they played, you know, they played well. The Rams defense adjusted and and kept kept them in the game and 
because the first streak drives, good Lord, you know, it's like, oh, they're going to run us out of the building. And there are the fans were in a frenzy. And then they kind of held serve and they sort of Stafford managed to get some scores and keep it, keep that moving and give them a chance. But they're all over Big Bay for not going for it on with four minutes left, punning. But that's hindsight to me. Hey, congratulations to Detroit. You know, they, they got a good shot now with Dallas uh, getting upset. They get a second home game. It's just like, you know this, Dave. Being as higher the seed, the better options, you, better chances you have. And now they got another playoff game, home game. So yep. get take yep. They can't relax. They got to stay hungry. You know, don't, don't settle on one game. The yeah. football guys kind of worked out here because uh, Detroit should have won the game in Dallas, which would have given them you know, in this situation. So everything kind of worked out for the Lions. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I got to tell you, and they're, they're probably in the better bracket now. You know, everything just yeah. kind of happened with them. You know, they were in a good bracket now playing the winner of tonight's game. I would rather do that than have to go to San Francisco. So, you know, listen, if you're a Detroit Lions fan, rejoice. But guess what? It's wild card weekend. It's not like you just, you know, won a championship. Right. Now is when it really gets tough because you did what you were supposed to do. Now let's see let's see what you do in round two. Yeah, I completely agree with your with the, the bracket. The bracket was it just really really worked out. So you know maybe the but yeah, stay hungry and don't be satisfied. You know just that's the thing that kind of was scared me. But they got the winner of Philly and who do you think? You think the Eagles? Do you think is Mayfield okay? Is he going to play? I didn't see the last update. Is he good to go? Yeah, he's going to go. Um, here's the deal with the Eagles. There's no one that's an Eagles fan that is confident going into this game based on the last five weeks of the season. Nobody. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles are a wounded bird, so to speak. And they they, they just, I mean, they were horrible, horrible coming yeah. down the stretch. They were, they were horrible, just awful. Uh, they, they, and now we'll see how the, where the, where the heads roll or – or that I was reading something that uh, they're having some infighting with, you know, Sirianni and some of the players are having some issues in the locker room. But that's that's today's age we live in, you know. You know, but anyway, thanks for taking my call. I say good going to the Lions. I hope they can keep it going, you know. Al, thank you very much. You have a good day. Take care. Bye bye. All right. Again, if you want to get in on the show, raise your hand and I'll put you right up as uh, we got a lot to talk about. NFL playoffs at the half with Buffalo leading uh, Pittsburgh 21 to 7. And a little bit later, you have Tampa and Philadelphia. So we got a lot going on. If you want to talk about the NBA and what we saw yesterday with the Kings and uh, it was Dane time. First of all, I thought Fox played that very poorly. I mean, you, you got to make a better effort to keep Lillard in front of you he fox took a horrible angle he took a terrible angle now i'm not blaming fox because the shot went in what i am saying is deer and fox has got to play that better the kings as a team have to play that better i mean fox makes the free throw lillard inbounds the ball okay he inbounds the ball gets it right back and fox got off balance he was not able to go from the left to the right to even make it somewhat challenging for Damian Lillard. And Lillard's a great player. And you know what? I expect Damian Lillard 
to make heroic plays. That's what he does. Just like you expect Steph Curry in that situation to make the shot. But, okay, if you're Deer and Fox, you got to play that better. You got to play that better. So, you know, when you look back at that highlight, it wasn't that far out. You know what I mean? Like it was a big shot, but it wasn't like, you know, from half court, beyond half court. I mean, it was a real good look. It really was. All right, let's get to Jerry. Jerry, you're next here on this busy, busy Monday. Hi, Jerry. Hey, Grant. Hi. Um, hopefully you can hear me right. I'm calling you from Lincoln, and I don't have very good reception. Can you hear me? Yeah, if you could just speak a little louder, that would be a big help. I can hear you, but if you could just, you know, raise your volume on your voice, that would be great. All right, sir. Uh, Grant, how long do you think before Jerry Jones makes a, uh, a, makes a switch? Uh, 24 hours. Wow. Um, I don't know, Grant. Uh, your, uh, your rant was spot on this morning about Dak. I mean, can the guy ever win in, in the spotlight? Really? Well, Jerry, I didn't say it after. I said it before. I've been talking about this for years. I said it last year. I said it the year before. I said it the year before that. You're not winning with Dak Prescott as your quarterback. And, you know, if I can see that, why can't the Cowboys see that? I mean, it's so apparent to me. It is so apparent to me. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Grant, why do you think he has so much problems in the postseason when he does really well in the regular season? I don't understand. Well, first of all, the Cowboys did not have a signature win this year. When you look at their schedule, they didn't, they didn't have a signature win. And I don't even consider the home win against Philadelphia because the Eagles were playing so poorly. The Cowboys didn't beat anyone this year. They didn't have one big, they didn't have one good win on their schedule. So I think that the Cowboys, and I said this, I thought the Cowboys were not as good as the record indicated. I said the same thing about Miami, but the Cowboys didn't beat anybody this year. And in the big games, they got blown out in all their big games this year. You know, they got blown out. Think about this. They got annihilated in their biggest of games this year. They weren't even competitive. So personally, I don't think the Cowboys were really that good this year. I, I, I didn't think they were nearly as good as the record indicated. However, they should have been better than they were yesterday. That was embarrassing. Grant, do you think San Francisco will be ready for the um, Packers? I mean, they look really Come good on. yesterday, Grant. Okay. Jerry, Jerry, really? What, what kind of question is that? Do I think they're going to be ready? Come on, Jerry. Of course they're going to be ready. What's wrong oh, with you, Jerry? Seriously. Grant, hey, Jerry. Grant. Jerry, what's wrong? Jerry, what's wrong with you? I would have come off. I would have come through the phone and slap you on the side of the head. Are they going to be ready? Grant, now you think you play all year for? Grant, all I mean by that is. Hopefully they're not going to overlook somebody. Jerry, next time I, if I ever see you, Jerry, I'm going to smack you on the side of the head. Okay, knock <laughs> some sense into you. All right, great. All right, great. Have a good show, Grant. Seriously, Jerry, you take care, buddy. You too, right. bro. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye bye. All right. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls, right here, and uh, we say hello to Left Terrace. Hello, Left Terrace. How are you today? Hi, Grant. How you doing? Um, good, buddy. How are listen, you? Listen. Um, so. Prescott, the quarterback for Dallas, had two interceptions, and nobody talks about them. And when Brock Purdy made four of them in one game. Whoa, 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 whoa. Left Harris, left Harris. What do you mean no one's talking about that? The whole country is talking about that. No, I I mean, look look at the media. I'm talking in the media. Okay. I'm talking about the media, too. Everybody's talking about it. I'm sorry. I disagree with you on that. Everyone's talking about it. They're talking about Mike McCarthy, too, but everybody's talking about Dak Prescott today. Everybody. 
Okay, uh, I, I don't know. They didn't put too much emphasis on his interception. But, you know, it was really so bad yesterday. It was the especially the one touchdown that they scored against the Dallas Cowboys. And the, the, the TV shows the receiver getting the ball and they show nobody, nobody even close to him. Nope. And I was wondering, nope. for a second I thought, wait a minute, is, is this the, the play stop? Or did they throw a flag and I missed it? And it was just, you know, it, it, it was a blown out uh, uh, coverage right there. It was really bad. Well, uh, I don't know. That's Dak Prescott I don't know for you. To... Well, that's Prescott. He does it every year in the playoffs. I mean, that's that's vintage Dak Prescott for you. I mean, that's yeah. it's uh, yeah. it's hard to explain, Left Harris. It's hard to explain. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like you said, they didn't really play anybody, but a good, uh, you know, a good, really good team to to say, oh, we're a good team too. I mean, anyway. Um, I, I had a question for you because I, I was wondering. Every year we see that the defensive coordinator for the Niners, uh, they interview and they get in a head coaching position. And I, I started thinking, is it because they're good coach, if or is the system the Niners make them be a good coach? It, um, you know what I'm saying? Partly that, but they also they also have really good players. But you know what, Lefteris, if you look at all of the good teams, the teams that go to the championships, the teams that win Super Bowls, they all lose coordinators. Every year they lose coordinators. That's just the name of the game. Uh, the, the assistant coaches get elevated when their teams do well, and many of them become head coaches. And, you know, that's the, that's the way it is in the NFL now. That's the way it is. But, it yeah, I, I understand that. But I understand that, but I'm saying that the last three defensive yeah. coordinators of the Niners – it's like after it's just like uh, it is coincidence that all three defensive coordinators are good defensive coordinators, or it's just they found a system and it make them to be. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's a combination of both, but okay. Defensively, it's not really the system; it's the players because you know you have a lot of defensive coordinators put their own stamp on the defense. But you know when you have Fred Warner and you have Dre Greenlaw. And you have Nick Bosa, and you know I can go on and on. You should be pretty good as a defensive coordinator. You got very good players on the field. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have to say something else about the Kings last night. After the end of the game, yeah. I was so pissed. Uh, I would just have to go for a walk for a couple of miles to cool off because I was so <laughs> so down upset. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Anyway, thank you, Grant. Hey, Terrace, it's always good hearing from you. Yeah. You uh, have a good week. Okay. You too. Take care. Good. Bye-bye. Thank you. I don't agree with Lefteris. Well, no one's talking about Dak Prescott. Everybody's talking about Dak Prescott. Everyone. I mean, yeah, they're talking about Mike McCarthy, but they're talking about Dak Prescott. Let's get to Dorian. Dorian, how are you today? Hey, Graham. Doing so awesome, man. Hope you hope everyone's having a good day, man. Uh, that's funny with Lefteris. He had to go take a take a walk after Dame time. You know, I'm, I'm actually yep. I'm kind of the opposite fan. Um, I, I'm actually pretty unemotional. If the Kings win, hey, great. If the Kings lose, hey, they lost. Like after 16 years of of uh, watching the Kings <laughs> lose all the time, you kind of get numb to. Uh, at least for me, I've kind of gotten kind of gotten numb to them losing. So uh, anytime they can win, it's awesome. But if they lose, then shit, it is what it is. What it is. <laughs> but Grant, uh, yeah, but that, that was hard to stomach yesterday. They, I mean, when you have that game won, and you miss three or four free throws from. Yeah you know, your two best guards on the team, that's really tough to digest, especially Monk. You know, yeah. I'm not shocked that Fox missed a free throw. 
I'm shocked that Malik Monk missed two. I mean, Malik Monk doesn't miss two free throws. What are the chances okay. of that? I know he's that, what, 89, 90, 88, 88, yeah, I mean, come on. Computer? I mean, you can't that's miss almost, that. That's almost, again, understand where I'm coming from when I say this. That's almost like Steph Curry missing two free throws at the line. Now, we did see that yeah, last, last year in the playoffs, and, and which which is shocking to me. I mean, I never thought I would see that, you know? Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know what? Like I said, I, I don't want to ask, like, what is it about the free throw, right? It's, you know, these guys have shot hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of free throws yep. over their, their lifetime. But, I mean, I guess I could, if I could envision myself and putting myself in that situation, it could be a combination of a little bit of nerves, of the fans, of the, you know, the thunder sticks going crazy, of, um, you know, even people chirping. Has nothing to do with that. Has nothing to do with that. Yeah. You know, these guys don't get bothered by thunder sticks. All right. I mean, they don't, you know, they, 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 they don't even see them. All right. It's just, uh, it's just one of those freak things, you know, I mean, Malik Monk's made many, many, many free throws at the end of games for sure okay on the road but he didn't make them yesterday yeah totally it's uh it sucks because i like you said you mentioned earlier i really wish they would have pressed a little bit harder and not not let damien larry get the ball so cleanly and for him to you know, drive, hit that three you know i wish you know I, I wonder what's going on in fox's head you know you don't let a lethal shooter like that get get up to the half court with you know no pressure and hit that three but hey you know the king's lost I, uh, well, as Ryan was saying yesterday, I, I thought they, they played a pretty good, great game um, despite the circumstances, you know, being in Milwaukee. Um, even though Milwaukee was on a back-to-back, you know, it was a really good situation for the Kings to win. But, hey, the, you know, hopefully they, they can beat Phoenix uh, tomorrow. But I really wanted to ask Grant. Yeah, and Phoenix um, is playing very well right now. You know, Phoenix is playing very yeah. well. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, if they don't win that game, you know, they go two and three, you know, on the road, which – you know, in, in, the, in the best situation, you would have really wanted to go three and two. So uh, nonetheless, still a long season. So we'll see what happens. But I really want to ask you, Grant, um, with coach uh, tr- from the coach from the Toronto Raptors, coach uh, Darko, and then with Mike yep. Brown's comments yesterday, you know, him kind of showing the laptop and showing like what he was upset about. I think there's been a consensus uh, from a lot of fans, a lot of people that the officiating and I don't, I, I just not just the NFL or not just the NBA, but in other leagues, um, would you say that it's, 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 it's decreasing? Like there's, there's a lot more, I feel like the last couple of years in sports, there's just been you a mean, lot. Is it, is it going down? Is it, is the quality of officiating yeah. going down? You mean? Yes. Um, there were a couple of things that I think going on. I think the last two minute report, in the NBA has put the officials in a really bad spot. Totally. And yes, because they're using slow motion replay in the final two minutes to make all the calls now when they do the last two minute report and it's making the officials look bad, which in turn puts negative thoughts in the minds of the fans that the officials aren't very good. The reality is, and I think you would agree with this because you played sports and you know this, Sure, is officiating is imperfect, just like you as a quarterback are imperfect and me as an announcer is imperfect. I've never called a perfect game. Uh, It's very difficult. It's actually impossible to call a perfect game. And Yeah. yeah, do officials make mistakes? Yes. But I think now with replay and slow motion and high definition TV, their, their mistakes now are more in the open than they've ever been. And I think it just puts a negative connotation in everyone's mind that the officials stink now. 
they, they don't stink because you know you know how you know that Dorian. You know when the officials have walkouts or lockouts or whatever the hell you call it, and you have replacement officials, and yeah. the fans go absolutely berserk, right? And then you appreciate the regular officials so much more when you see the replacement officials. It's a really hard job. It really is. Yeah. Um, but I would say this to answer your question. It's not getting better. I think we can all agree on that. The officiating yeah. is not getting better. I, th- yeah. I think we can agree on that. Yeah, it's just really interesting. You know, I, I feel like for me, uh, as someone that kind of took a, a, a really dramatic kind of like after playing college football, like I literally stopped watching sports besides the Kings. And now I'm like, I'm kind of like the last year I've been watching a little bit more football. I've been watching a little bit more baseball and basketball, obviously soccer. But yeah, I've just kind of noticed uh, there's been a really uh, solid consensus of just people from around and fans like, hey, the officiating quality has is definitely kind of decreasing um, just from like observing and just watching a lot more. Yep. And obviously, I see a lot more different faces too than I'm used to. Um, there's a lot of more different faces that I that than it, I feel like it was back then when I was younger watching the NBA. I don't know if that's true or not, but I just feel like there's always. Yes, it's a- very true. Uh, yes, they 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 really phased out a lot of the veteran referees. Also, a lot of people don't know this, but I know this. Three of the best officials in the NBA were basically forced out of the league because they refused to get vaccinated during the pandemic. Wow. And these were all high level officials and they never returned. They were done because they refused to get vaccinated. So, I mean, that's factored into it a little bit, but yes, there are a lot of young officials now that doesn't mean they're not good, but they're not as good as the other officials in my opinion. Yeah. Wow. That I did not know that. That's a great, a great insight grant for nobody for, knows that. Yeah, totally. For for someone like Coach Darko and for for someone like Coach Brown, I mean, Mike Mike Brown wasn't as animated, obviously. But is whenever a coach comes out, is it up to the league to uh, announce how much the fine is, or is it an automatic twenty five thousand yes. dollars? No, the league will announce it. Uh, a lot's based on is this a first time, second time, third time, fourth time. There's precedence. Uh, he'll be fine. You can you 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 know he's going to be fine, and I know he's going to be fine. There's no doubt about it. But, yeah, you know, sure. I thought what he said was very interesting, particularly yeah. with the aspect of verticality. I, I thought he was I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, totally. Well, nonetheless, thanks for taking my call, Grant. Hopefully uh, the Kings can get the win tomorrow in Phoenix. Thanks so much. Go Kings. Dorian, always good hearing from you. You take Thank care. You, brother. you too. By the way, Sean Salisbury is going to be coming on with me Wednesday. I didn't want to have him on in the middle of the playoffs. So Sean is going to come on with me Wednesday at three o'clock. And Jerry Reynolds will be on with me at 4 o'clock over on my YouTube channel uh, if you don't like that. Again, this is going to be a quick show today. So if you have uh, any interest of getting on, now is the time to do it. All right? Because if not, I'm going to wrap up the show. I got to take off. And I wanted to get at least 20 to 30 minutes of football and basketball talk. Again, the Buffalo-Pittsburgh game is in the third. It is 21-7 to in favor of the Bills. So, We'll see what happens uh, with this second half. I can't imagine Buffalo losing this game. I just don't think Pittsburgh's good enough. And then tonight you have the, or I should say later this afternoon, uh, Tampa uh, and Philadelphia. All right. Again, Kings, Suns tomorrow. Uh, I'm not going to be on with Ryan tomorrow, but uh, he's got it covered with the pregame show, uh, halftime with Jerry Reynolds, uh, and the postgame show. I don't know if you're aware of this, but over on our YouTube channel, we are now taking calls on the postgame show, all right? And I think Ryan actually has opened it up to the pregame. I'm not positive about that. 
but we take calls now on the post game. It's very easy. All right. You can join us on YouTube. If you don't want to go audio and video, you can just use your voice, but uh, it's been a lot of fun taking calls on the post game show. Uh, and we will continue to do that. All right. You enjoy, have a good rest of your Monday. Enjoy the football. And thanks very much for joining me here on listen app. Take care, everyone.